Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company, to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road, to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life. Because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Quarcom in which we take the time to speak with small cap companies about what's happening with them. With us today, I'm happy to have him back, Richard Sindrick. He's director of Boogain Build Ventures, the company trades on the CXC under the stock symbol BOG. Now, for those of you who are new to the story, that's going to be a lot of you because they just went public last year. This is a rapidly growing company in the cannabis hemp space, you know, CBDs. Let me give you a quick outline first. They provide cannabis infrastructure, seed to sale services, basically greenhouse facilities that are fully built out turnkey solutions to smaller growers, very successful there. They've also acquired interest in five Alberta retail locations. That just happened recently. We're gonna get an update on that. They're entering the Canadian hemp CBD extraction market, another recent development. And finally, they're getting ready for the edibles uh, move in, in, in Canada that's gonna take place in October. Uh, with a CBD energy drink. Here to talk about all that is Richard. Hey, welcome back to the show. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're good. Sounds like you guys are doing better because so much is going on. So let's talk about what's happening because you guys, are, you, you seem to be firing on, on all cylinders. First thing I want to talk about is your, is your project in Orville where you've got a tenant uh, who's going to start planting on June 1st at the 20,000 square foot facility. How's that going? Is that one going according to schedule? Yes, uh, Orville is according is going along according to schedule. Uh, to be more clear, we've got a 10,000 square foot uh, greenhouse space in a 30,000 square foot allowable growable space. Right, right. That this planta planting uh, season, which is scheduled for June 1st, uh, will be 10,000 indoor uh, square feet and 20,000 square feet on an outdoor grow. Yeah, my apologies because I, I mentioned the 20,000 without the, without the 10,000. So this was your bread and butter. Uh, when you guys started Bill, and you're expanding pretty quickly before we get to the rest of the things is real estate You know this kind of turnkey solution business still going to be in part, an important part of your business going forward Yeah, that this is our core business and this is the uh, Fundamentals of the business that we went public on uh, Again, so when we went pursue this venture It was back in 2014 when the Canadian market was hopping but very difficult to enter so we decided to get into the US market entering Washington State because it's very close to us, very manageable. And uh, yeah, so I mean, that's been our bread and butter. That's going to be our foundation, but we're progressing and expanding very quickly into all uh, uh, sectors of the of the cannabis space. Well, I'm glad to hear that because I remember when we first had you guys on, I almost gave the example of how McDonald's grew to be a powerhouse because it owned the real estate at the end of the day for everyone doing the business inside. So, you know, I'm glad you guys- Exactly, yeah. Uh, big news recent is that you closed on this Oregon hemp farm. So, you know, what does that now mean uh, going forward for the company? Well, this shows our diversity that we're, we've begun in the marijuana cannabis space and now uh, uh, going into the hemp side of the business as well. And I, I feel 
moving forward, you know, four years from now, you're going to see this hemp industry a lot larger than the marijuana space, given the fact that uh, marijuana, you can only extract CBD and the THC, but on the hemp side, your first product will be CBD, which is our focus, but that doesn't stop us from expanding into the thousand products you can produce from hemp. For everybody at home, how big is this, is this, is this Oregon farm and that, you know, what kind the of Oregon farm, The Oregon farm is, is a 10 acre plot. Um, and uh, our objective is to invest another million dollars this year, actually, in a processing right. facility. Uh, what's unique about this particular farm is he has a strain of CBD or a strain of hemp that has a high CBD uh, content uh, between 10 and 15, which is very unheard of. So the processing will capitalize on the local farmers uh, using our processing facility and lab uh, to process their product. Yeah, and I found out when, you know, everybody watching at home, when you see that Bougainville is going to be investing a million dollars into this, this wasn't, kind of a, this wasn't some kind of a Me Too press release or a, or a Me Too acquisition. This, this is serious stuff. When this, you, this is actually the, the most serious and most um, comprehensive deal we've done to date. And by the time this video is seen, the deal would have been closed. So what, what people will know um, is that this, this deal comes with product already in inventory. So not only does, uh, is he planting this season, but we have inventory to process this year, which will bring income in uh, from that project. And I want to talk to you about that. When you talk about income and revenue, specifically, what do you be, I know you're going to be growing hemp for CBD production. Uh, that'll be your first line. That'll be your first line of business. Where do you guys expect to be selling the product to? Well, we probably will start selling it wholesale initially. And, uh, and then, you know, if it, if it's in the cards, uh, we'll look to develop a brand, um, that leads into the retail store. So it's something that we'll talk about later on, but yeah, I think we'll, we'll just focus on a wholesale product. We'll build the extraction facility to extract the, the hemp product into a CBD oil or soluble state and wholesale it to those brands that are purchase uh, that are developing edibles. And to show that you guys are taking this space pretty seriously, you've also announced a JV. It isn't closed yet, but a potential JV on a Saskatchewan hemp project. That deal is slated to be closing on May 31st, and you're expecting that to be up and running in October. That's pretty quick. So why Saskatchewan when you've already taken on Oregon? Well, we, we believe also that, um, you know, we want to be in not only the U.S. market, but the Canadian market as well. Uh, Saskatchewan is ideal because it's right in between. It's pretty much center of the hemp industry. I know Winnipeg is a very huge, they're probably the leaders in hemp, and then Saskatchewan is, is right there behind them. So, uh, you know, we, we basically JV'd with a company for two quarter sections of, of land. Um, now, to grow into that would be quite significant, but Again, what the strategy we're taking in, in Oregon will be the same strategy we're taking in Saskatchewan. We'll start with a 10,000 square footer, uh, or sorry, 10 acre, 10 acre uh, grow, and focus on building the processing facility more than the cultivation. And the processing facility, for, that'll be about 5,500 square feet to start with the ability to expand up to 10,000 10, square feet? That's right, yeah. When do you expect that to be up and running? Well, actually, they're going to be going in tandem. So we're already in the permitting process, uh, and uh, we're slated to start construction probably mid-summer, I'm hoping. 
Um, and the same with Oregon. You know, Oregon is actually, uh, the construction and permitting has already been approved. There's already a slab on site. So Oregon will take priority over Saskatchewan, but Saskatchewan will follow very shortly thereafter. I, I have to wonder, how does this all tie into the Alberta uh, retail locations that you announced you bought an interest in five locations uh, just recently, given the fact that Saskatchewan is right in the middle of Alberta and Manitoba, you know, are there plans that, you know, the production from Saskatchewan will eventually supply your retail locations in Alberta? And I don't know if I'm stretching there, but yeah. I can't. No, I'm no, you're, you're, you're exactly, that's exactly what we're, we're looking to be a vertically integrated business where not, we bring it from like our initial uh, objective was seed to sale, right? So seed to sale to us says we want to run production, processing, uh, retail, and then eventually branding. So the product that we grow, it will be sold in the stores that we own. And how is that looking? How is that? How is it? Uh, that well, I, I think I think we're on track. I mean, these are pretty uh, big endeavors, and I think closing this Oregon deal shows how committed we are, and that we're just not a company that puts out LOIs. We close on our LOIs. So again, this Oregon deal that we started back in November, uh, actually late October, and now we're here full circle six months later, closing on that LOI. Uh, last question I want to ask you is you, we know that the Canadian edibles market is going to, you know, essentially open up in October, 2019 when the legislation finally allows that to happen. You guys get prepared already because you announced I'm going to read this. You've sponsored a research agreement for a CBD energy drink with an Israeli based R and D company. Now I'm the devil's advocate. Uh, you know, there's a, there are a lot of CBD infused drinks, some CBD energy drinks, you know, how do you think this will differentiate when it's time to hit the market in October? Well, first of all, Israel is the leader in CBD research and they lead the amount of clinical studies being done with CBD. So one of the biggest uh, obstacles with CBD research is that there's not enough being done. You see now uh, universities and, uh, and research firms and governments are racing to develop uh, programs where CBD is, is going to be uh, studied and, and processed and formulas developed. So I think we're at the cutting edge dealing with an Israeli firm because uh, Israel has been, Israel has been doing clinical trials on CBD for probably the last uh, five to six years, maybe even longer. And the government is, it's a government sponsored um, uh, development park, like a, a intellectual property park in, uh, in, in Israel. I believe it's going to be like a hundred thousand, or a million square foot facility. So uh, we're, in, we're in the right space and we're dealing with the right people. So what I'm getting at is that, like you said, uh, Canada is months away from the uh, uh, legalization 2.0 as they call it. So we believe with what, what made us jump on this uh, opportunity was the farm bill being passed by Donald Trump in uh, early January of this year. And that allowed us to basically focus on not only uh, the marijuana market, but entail a larger market down the line, which is the hemp, hemp industry. And CBD, I, I believe if you're not in that, that space, uh, you know, you're going to be left behind because the, sure. uh, the large square foot flower market, that, that's been already done. The big players are there. And uh, what's going what's gonna to lead companies moving forward in the CBD market is product and branding, right? So I think we've got the product, we've got the research, we'll, we'll be announcing formulations with clinical trials during the summer period and uh, hopefully have a product uh, ready for um, 
commercialization in the fall of uh, this year or early next year. And you stole my thunder there because the whole time I was thinking, I got to ask you, you know, what the timeline looks like. So that's a pretty fast timeline, actually. So you think you'll 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 start you know be able to release results uh, in in the summer and be ready for either Q4 of 2018 or, or Q1 of 2020. Yeah, for commercialization. Yeah, that's right. And that would be for Canada only. And we have an option, first right of refusal on the U.S. market. But I think Canada will be a good test market for the formula we develop. Is it too early to ask before we sign off just on that? Because I, I love the CBD energy drink side. But is it too early to ask what your, you know, what your commercialization strategy will be there? Because there are a lot of big players that are entering the market. So do you have a strategy? How are you going to figure out your niche? Well, I think uh, starting with just an energy drink is the first step. There's a lot of supplements out there. I mean, you can get hemp-based uh, protein powder. And I think that our, our product line is going to develop once in tandem with the stock price increasing because it allows to grow through acquisitions. So instead of starting it from scratch, if there is a, a good brand out there, uh, right for acquisition, we won't hesitate to do uh, approach them or, or do something like that. Richard, before I sign off, it's it's May, and you guys have been expanding pretty quickly. Uh, you know, we just went through. You've gone from you know the real estate model. You're keeping that as a foundation to everything we talked about. You know, do you catch a breath here and try and get all these things you know done, or are more acquisitions and th these kind of expansions still in the cards for the rest of the year? I think uh, I think we're pretty good right now for acquisitions. We might see maybe one more. Um, and then, uh, you know, just focus on what we've committed to. And again, uh, the Orville property planting this, this month and, or sorry, next month, and then closing the Oregon LOI that we announced in, in Oregon, I mean, in October shows that we're, uh, you know, we're, we're a company that closes and commits to their LOIs. And I'm glad you said that because there does come a point when, look, there are a lot of opportunities, this, the cannabis, uh, CBD, you know, hemp. They're going to be explosive opportunities for for decades, uh, and the trick is you want to be able to capture some, you know, some great projects, great market share. But at the same time, you don't want to take on everything because then you're just going to flop. So I'm actually, I was actually glad to hear that you're going to take a breather, focus on these, and then and then move forward. Yeah, we we've got actually we've got commitments for financings between a million to two million uh, once we get uh, past that twenty twenty five cent level. And uh, that'll fund our commitments for specifically the processing facility in Oregon and uh, the Saskatchewan-based product as, uh, project as well. All right. Well, it sounds like we're going to have you on quite a bit through the summer because there's going to be a lot going on uh, and looking forward to having you back. But in the meantime, congratulations on what you guys have done and great to see, you know, Bougainville just storming ahead in 2019. Thank you. We appreciate all the support and uh, enjoy speaking with you when we get a chance. You've been watching Richard Sendrick. He's director over Boot Gainville Ventures. The company trades on the CSC under the stock symbol BOG. You've heard what he had to say. You're watching what he's saying. Now you got to do due diligence. Get over to Warcom, punch in the company's name or stock symbol. Take a look at the profile information we've got there that neatly summarizes everything for you. Then watch this interview again and a couple of past interviews to see that what these guys have said they're going to do, they're doing. And then if you've got questions, post your questions and the guys will make sure you get your answers. Make sure you do your due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a fantastic day. See you next time.